Yes, the war is everywhere. Father God, we thank you for this very beautiful day that you are God. You are still God all the time on the throne in control over all the conditions of earth, all of the people, everything, every uh, kingdom, power, throne, dominion. You have dominion over them all. And I pray, Father God, that you, as you have taught us to pray, to lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I thank you for tucking each one who hears this into the safety of the palm of your hand, that they will feel your peace and sense your presence and know, Lord God, that you are with them and that uh, they are not alone. Perfect love casts out fear. I thank you for the power you've given us over all the power of the enemy, power to bind, to loose, to cast out. Father God, we thank you that even now the powers and and, uh, authorities that you've given us are being challenged by darkness everywhere. But you are faithful, Lord God, to stand by your word and giving us that power and authority. So I thank you, Jesus, for the promise that no weapon formed against us will prosper. So you haven't promised us through 91, Psalm 91 that no pestilence would come nigh your dwelling. So we thank you, Lord, for all of those who know you to stand up, to pray, to lift up their voices, to lift up their hands, to search the heavens for you, Lord God, and declare and pro- proclaim the goodness of your word and your truth in your name. I thank you, Lord, for um, the revelation of your truth, that this is exactly what you said it would be as you bring us to this conclusion and the return of Jesus Christ. So may we rejoice and may we not fear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Jesus uh, spoke to us of the times that we are in right now. And we are, uh, at this particular period right now, we are in a very crunch time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jesus you know, the disciples asked him one day, said, teacher, when will these things be? And what will be the sign uh, of your your coming of your coming and so forth? It's Luke 21 verses seven, starting with verse eight. Then now take heed that you do not be deceived for many will come in my name saying, I am he, the time is drawn near. Therefore do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, Mm-hmm. Talked about that last week. Yeah, Commotions. Do not be terrified. Do not, in other words, do not give in to fear. For these things must come to pass, but the end will not come immediately. So there's a period of time when there's wars, commotions, and it's a temptation to be terrified. And he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. We see that all around, right? And there will be great earthquakes. The earth is constantly trembling in different places, fault lines and everything, and and, and famines and pestilences. That would Mm -hmm. be diseases, plagues, viruses. Mm -hmm. And there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. And he talks, too, about before these things, there will be, they will lay hands on you, they will persecute you, deliver you up in their synagogues and prisons, Mm -hmm. and you will be brought before kings and rulers for my namesake, but it will turn to you as an occasion for testimony. So there's there's worldwide persecution of believers. Everything that you just read is actually coming to pass. It's right now. And he says, says, the end is not yet. So there's going to be a little period of time. um, Like I think we're in that period of time right now. We're we're in this period of time where uh, hopefully it can be a time of clarity and reordering of priorities, Repentance. but we're forced to. So we're 
you know, we've got all, everything, all we're hearing about now is the COVID virus, okay, COVID-19 virus. We've got all these different uh, terms and buzzwords that go around a global pandemic, quarantine, unprecedented Mm -hmm. disruption, fear, uh, toilet paper, sanitizer, (laughs) social distancing, uh, shut down, hospitals being overwhelmed, restaurants and bars closing, supply chains being interrupted, Mm -hmm. travel bans, panic, schools closing, sports shut down, the economy being affected, churches not meeting, and all this is uh, this is what's going on. Well, right. It's like our old normal life. This is going to be a new normal. And we're hoping that this new normal will go back to our old normal, uh, but it may or it may not. It's it's like this, like, you know, people are, um, it's like you're sitting in a, a, a sci-fi thriller movie for the first time. You're sitting in the middle of this movie and you're terrified. You're anxious and panicky. I mean, except the fact that, you know, they're sitting in a movie theater and so you're kind of still in control of things. But, but. If you've never read the back of the book, you're going to be terrified. However, for some who have read the book, this ending is already known. And I think one of the biggest anxiety-provoking fears is the fear of the unknown. So if you're feeling panicky and anxious and angry and overwhelmed, it's, it's time to read the book. Yeah, but, but people, you know, I was just listening to someone the other day talking about people's coping skills mm-hmm. are running thin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, okay, how do you cope with something that is this Bigger widespread you. <laughs> that you've never experienced before? And then there's one uh, health specialist, that a doctor that specializes in communicable diseases and, and knowledge of that. He is predicting that within the next six to eight months, 20 to 60 percent of the world would be infected yeah. with the with the COVID-19 virus. But you know what, sweetheart? I have to say this. Everybody can make a prediction. Everybody has an opinion. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody That's knows right. how, how this thing, this, but, but we do know this, that the Bible does say that a fourth of the world is going to die with various things. It doesn't necessarily say pestilence. It says death. It says the beasts of the earth and famine and things like that, and war, the sword, and uh, the, the, gray, the gray horse or the green horse, if you'd call him that, the fourth rider. On the apoc- of the apocalypse. We've kind of toyed around with these ideas forever and a day and thinking, oh, this is somewhere in the future. This is part of the fairy tale. This is never going to happen in my lifetime. But you know what? I think that the, we need to look at the positive things. Of course, we can get super. I think anger is another emotion people have right now because anger says, I, I'm not getting what I, what I, paid for i'm not i was gonna i was gonna take this vacation i was gonna um uh go to this game i was gonna um Mm -hmm. you know and now they're not getting what they were anticipating and what they paid for and so people are and also anxiety is because they cannot control this who is in control of this thing who is running this ship right now that's totally out of control and we're all forced to be on the ship or die yeah, and and whether this was a you know a, a deliberately bioengineered virus that is uh, well, it was yeah, very likely you know from, from the just the whole globalist agenda mm-hmm. of the world's elite mm-hmm. uh, Illuminati uh, Masons, uh, the world's the wealthy devil. people, the devil <laughs> yeah. runs this. The, the uh, their goal was you know to reduce the Earth's population. Well, the, the, and the, create. And create yeah. panic and fear and break the economy for more and more you control. Know, control. Yeah. And it's an insane agenda. 
but, it's but, an but, insane agenda. But Satan but is yet, not yet, sane. Yeah, yeah, right. And we're not. We're we're, we're we're all in the in the midst of it here mm-hmm. in one way or another. Well, we have two sides. We have the good guys and the bad guys. We have a God and His team of remnant believers, um, evangelists, uh, people who are really willing and able to to love one another, share their lives, um, risk their lives to tell other people the truth and to encourage and help other people. You've got that those who believe Jesus Christ is the rightful king of kings and the Lord of lords and that he is planning on coming back and that this is all just birth pains. You know, this is like, you know, you're going to deliver this baby that you have to go through, you know, X number of hours uh, or maybe even a couple of days of, of uh, cramping and, and birth pains to bring this baby forth. Um, and, and I believe that that's what we're in. Um, so are we ever going to go back to normal? Maybe, maybe sporadically, maybe a little bit. But so everybody's got their take on this, that this is contrived, that this is manipulated. I, I believe Satan has trying to put a noose, not a noose, but a net around the whole globe, the whole earth to bring us into globalism, to bring us to our knees, to give up to, to, we, we have no resources, no money, no finances, no, um, means to manage and continue life as is. So he's cracking and breaking everything. And yeah, it may be about um, some people not wanting Trump to get elected. And I think that's a big part of it, but that's not the whole part of it. I think those people who don't want him in again, because they see him as a, uh, a menace to society, whatever you want to call it, that the, this thing, they're evil. Yeah, well, Maybe. yeah, that's a good way to put it. But the thing is, I think that this is bigger than them too. I think it's like you you set something let something out of the box and now it's you it's, don't have a control you have lost anymore. control of it yeah mm-hmm. and and on the other side, you have people who say, well, this is a managed event um this is a, a ten fifteen day event, whatever, and they're going to crack the world's economy, go back to a gold standard um you know and et cetera et cetera et cetera now this all could be you know we've been talking about the stock market cracking and breaking for a long long time um and everybody's kind of said, yeah, yeah, but then you get into your daily day and everything is always oh, it was and nothing is ever going to change. But the thing is, what we really need to understand is we need to change. If you do not, you know, if you're, I mean, yeah, if you're feeling a little panicky, if you're not able to praise God and worship him and thank him and, and, and look to him and know you're in good relationship with him and know he's got this, then you have, I mean, a, 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 a rightful reason to panic. Well, yeah, in in the the philosophy of controlling uh, government control type mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. is that never let a good crisis go to waste. Okay. Well, everybody's managing so you, you, this, you, you yeah, want, to manipulate you want, it. You yeah. want to create a crisis and then come in with a solution, quote unquote, to the crisis so, to gain more control and more mm-hmm. influence. But and we've so, seen we've seen like this. We've seen this happen before. Exactly what you're saying. They do something horrible, horrible, horrible. A school shooting, knock down the towers coronavirus, they do all of that to put, bring us to our knees and beg for safety, beg for more government protection, beg for, you know, food or whatever it is you're going to beg for. And then you, you trade, you trade your freedom for safety. You trade your freedom for a, 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 a roll of toilet paper. I mean, it's like, come on people. Yeah. And that's, and that's part of it is because we idolize governments. You know, we think government is our savior and government is not our savior. Well, we hate government. We love government at the same time and government right. is not good. You know, it's not help. It's not that helpful really. Yeah. And, but and, it makes and, us in comfortable. Way, in some ways it is. In some ways right, it isn't. Right. 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 And I, so you have good government. You have good things. You have evil government. You have evil laws right. like we have mm-hmm. here. 
we have a lot of evil things going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that's kind of tragic, if you take like the look at the big picture of this, if indeed this is God calling His people to repentance, calling them back to the book, back to the truth, back to the sobriety of knowing that we are called for such a time as this to stand and having done all to stand, knowing that we're in the midst of evil and the enemy is just trying to swallow up every good thing, every human being. And we're supposed to be called to this place of prayer, repentance, uh, confession, really. And and we're we're fighting over toilet paper. This is like a mockery of the human being that, you know, we, we're so far removed yeah, from the true issues yeah. at hand that all we can think about is how to wipe our butt. This is really violating. This is really um, devastating. So the thing is, what is God calling us to do as believers? I believe that's the real question, to rejoice, to praise him, to get back to this, the sobriety and the clarity of the, of the truth of who God is and what he has always said. Well, what, what's happened in, in, in our world, we've been talking about here in the United States, we've been overfed and undernourished mm-hmm. for a long time. Eating the wrong things. Uh, eating the wrong things. Partaking We've the been things. over-technified. Mm. People are just seduced. seduced, overwhelmed, sedated, buzz. They're just in a constant technological coma. Buzz. A it's coma. a coma. <laughs> Some you know, fight. I mean, not funny, but I mean, I just sat next to a young man uh, recently on an airplane. We were on a plane for about three hours. A phone, a movie on one phone, and then playing video games. Just. Zip, 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 the whole time, three hours, steady. Mm-hmm. No, It's con- like people are afraid to be in touch with any kind of reality, any well, kind of... Yeah, virtual. it is. We live in we're, we're yeah. virtual reality. Well, that's... And, and, and we can create and control that reality. We're for, over, we've been over-entertained. Over and, and so now it's like... I think people are at the point where I don't even know. We're, we're living such artificial reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And movies and media and everything that we don't Fake know food. what's real anymore. So, I mean, maybe what's what would you rather have, uh, the latest video game or toilet paper to wipe your butt? I mean, that's... It, that, it, that's it, the it, crisis it, for what's, some. What's more important? It's like on the... Uh, but we're uh, not trying to judge those people. No, no, no. We're no. saying, I'm, we're I'm, using I'm this to make saying, a point. It's yeah. just a point. I mean, God help. Them. This is like the lady that um, returned. She got, she was in the lifeboat. She said, "No, I got to go back to my cabin on the Titanic." Mm-hmm. She left. She went to back to her cabin. Well, wealthy lady. She left all her jewels there. They didn't matter. And she grabbed three oranges. Those three oranges realized were more important than all her jewelry because they those would mean. Life possibly possibly helping save her life, but and she so, also. Yeah. So we're we're getting to that. I, I'm trusting that we're getting to that point, and and you got to the point now. We haven't got to the point yet mm-hmm. where there are the the food shortages. If people don't have the entertainment anymore, and they're not able to go to work anymore, and not able to have social interaction, direct social interaction anymore. And then you get uh, mm-hmm. not only toilet paper and sanitizer shortages, but food shortages. Mm-hmm. What are folks going to do? Well, they're going to break the seams of the whole and, thing. And, and part of down. it, part of it is that you know, uh, the idea of prepping w- is, is good in many ways because some, sometimes you think of a prepper as a crazy out in the woods wildlife mm-hmm. thing that's mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. fifty thousand rounds of ammo and and food for thirty years, but. 
that, that's that's an extreme. There are some people that maybe do that and fine, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but I mean, certain practical things are good to have around, you know, food and alternative source of heat, light, wow. uh, some extra food around. Those uh, yeah. those those kind those kinds of things are are very uh, important. And well, we do that for our when we preserve food for the winter. Well, There's yeah, so... I mean, so that's the Bible says, "Go to the ant, thou mm-hmm. sluggard." Mm-hmm. You know, look at the ant makes preparation, right? And if the ants do it, we should be smarter as smart as the ants at least. Um, but um, another thing too is just just practical sanitation. It's just interesting how you know people have been very careless with their personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, you know, if, if you're feeling sick, don't go to work. I mean, these, all these practical things that people are talking about cover your cough. It's amazing uh, all all the people that don't know how to cover their cough. You know that they just cough out into the air and don't use it. You know, cough in their elbow or anything like that. Well, uh, so I mean, those are just some little practical. But, yeah, things but the, these are things that that's the that we have to be retaught. I suppose we should probably already know them. But the thing is, everybody is this. None of this will literally save you. What will really save you, and not to say you shouldn't do these things. But what will really save us is to read the Word of God with, with, again, clarity, sobriety, seriousness. And here's the problem that I see. We are, we are reaping now in eternal consequences, if you would call it the judgments, for what we have uh, as a nation, as a world. We have pushed God, rejected God, pushed him out of our everyday life. We've given some token uh, services, church services, church gatherings token things to him and god is not stupid he can see through that and he even commented to that effect in and i think it was isaiah where they were talking why we prayed we fasted why aren't you listening to us we got all these big churches and and he says i we got all these big assemblies we're getting together and supposedly worshiping god has said i am so sick of your church services basically here he says they they're saying in isaiah chapter um, 58 Ah, tell me, it says, cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgressions. Okay, this is verse 1. And the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinances of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They did not, they took, take delight in approaching God. Why they? Why have we fasted? They say, and you have not seen. Why have we afflicted our souls, and you've taken no notice? And God answers, "In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exploit all your laborers. Indeed, you fast for strife and to and debate and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. Is this not the fast I have chosen? Now, now we're getting into the real fast as God defines it." The fast as, um, as a man, is this not the fast that I've chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul. Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast? An acceptable day of the Lord? Is not this the fast that I've chosen? Again, God speaking. To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, that you may break every yoke. Uh, is this not? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked, that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. 
then your light shall break forth like the morning and your healing shall bring spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. So, so God is not very excited about our hyped up, religious, uh, well-timed, mm-hmm. uh, very controlled, scheduled, s- control scheduled services. He's, he, I really believe he's sick of a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And he's, he really has said that before. He says, it's iniquity. Yeah. Even the solemn meeting that you're getting together, mm-hmm. even your Is prayer and fasting. Oh, we're praying. We're fasting. We got this wonderful worship service. And God is saying, he said it in the Old Testament. I believe he's saying it right now, too, across the nation uh, and across the nations of the world. Repent. I'm, I'm sick of this. If mm-hmm. you're not living in righteousness and repentance... Mm-hmm. I'm sick of this. Well, it, can I say this? It's yeah. like it's like we are trying to offer an an offering to God that's acceptable, but it's not acceptable to Him. It's like Cain offering the fruit basket exactly. when what was really needed was an offering of blood. The blood of the lamb was the only thing that would work. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so people are trying to create all of their offerings of of uh, empire building and and tapes and ministries and good works and notoriety and visibility and you know, new CDs and new songs and new this and that. And all it's really done is provoked God. What we really honestly need is simple. It's simply repentance. It's, it's, it's to be converted. It's coming back to the Lord God, the Father God, the truth of who we are in him and just repenting. And, and you know, we can actually, we can't repent for someone else. You cannot. Con- you can confess the sins of the nation. You can confess the sins of your generations, but you can really only repent for your own uh, sins. Yeah. Change your mind on what you've uh, uh, agreed to and believed. Um, this is the most serious thing, because God would always say, whenever the nation of Israel, whenever it was in trouble, He'd say, "If you will humble yourself, right. if you will call upon Me, if you will, how does that call? How does that? Um, if you will humble yourself, call upon Me." I will answer. Yeah, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My people, which are called by my, my name, people. will humble them. My people mm-hmm. will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. I Turn will. from their wicked ways. Then I, I will for, hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin mm-hmm. and I will heal their land. And so the message of repentance is all through. What What was the message of the prophets of the Old Testament? Come back to God. Come back mm-hmm. to God because we're coming away. We're we're slipping away. Well, it's just it's just like. The story of the human race is that always one of slipping away from God. Yeah, yeah. Well, it be, it's because there's a real pull. There's a real demonic pull that the there's enemy a, has set right. up in every event, every venue, every situation, every circumstance, from brushing your teeth to um, having babies. He has an end, an, an end game in line in mind. He has an agenda in mind in everything. Satan has a plan. And, but, you know, I was just thinking as you were saying this, that though the ship is big, the rudder, if my people will, who are called by my name, the rudder of the ship is not that big. But the rudder can change the direction of the whole ship. Yes. And so it doesn't take, you know, the majority. It doesn't take a vote of Congress for this thing to turn around. It doesn't take everybody politically to become unified. It takes people who know God. And you know what? You may be think, well, I'm just one. I'm just nothing. I'm just one. What does one mean? What does one matter? God says he's looking for one guy to stand in the gap, found none. God always used one guy. He used Noah. He used Moses. He used Jesus. He used Joseph. I mean, he used one guy, Daniel, one guy. 
He didn't use the whole, you know, uh, Supreme Court. He used one guy, one yeah. guy. And, and and so we, you're that one guy, you're that one gal, you're that one person. Yeah. Just start cleaning up your mental, emotional act, and yeah. and and turn your that the Holy Spirit begin to lead us. We need this. This is what we need. That the Holy Spirit will lead us not only into all truth and triumph, but lead us in the way that we're to go. And so you pray the Holy Spirit will lead your feet, guide your feet, and where your feet are, the rest of you will be. And if you're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing, then you're in a place of safety. Yeah, in Ezekiel it says, I sought for a man among them Mm -hmm. who would stand in the gap and make up a hedge for the land. And he said he couldn't find anybody. Mm -hmm. At that point, he couldn't find one guy, one man, that would that would stand for him, and and you're listening to this today. You are that one person. Mm-hmm. You are that one person to pray and to intercede. Yeah. Uh, you are that one person to say, Lord, what is there in my life that needs to change? That needs to be yes. You know, and, there and, are some. Uh, what what yeah. do I? Uh, the, what adjustments do I need? Mm-hmm. You know, do I even know the Lord? Do I even know his word at well, all? Yeah. And some people look to their pastors or their spiritual leaders. And, you know, we that's a kind of foolish in a way because your pastors and spiritual leaders are no real better probably than you are. They just are in a different place and they get more limelight put on them. But the thing is, the thing is really seek some of the first of all, read the Bible and, you know, ask the Lord to direct you in those places that you can understand, like the the. Matthew 24 and Luke uh, 21, those are the chapters that talk about the end. Go back to the book of Revelations and read it. Um, there are some good teachers out there. You know, fortunately and unfortunately, we have their their recordings, but some of them are passed away. Um, like uh, I would recommend um, uh, Derek Prince, actually, a, a, a very excellent teacher, man of God, Derek Prince. And he talked about the spiritual warfare a lot. He talked about demons. He talked about deliverance. He talked about holiness. And then we have um, uh, what's his name, the um, Chuck Missler. Chuck Missler. Yeah, yeah. he's an excellent source. Um, Go on source. YouTube. Go yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, and it, it begin to teach yourself by the power of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit to get, get equipped. You know, in, being informed is being is power. Information, right information, and right now, remember the the part of the plan is for confusion and disinformation disinformation mm-hmm. not only fake news but deliberately disinformation so you have both sides speaking things that are contrary and you don't know what to do that will breed confusion but you need to know what to do in your in your own self you need to be at peace with what and, is true and you need to be you know we need to be very very discerning right now yeah. you know and let, let me just I'll just read this just maybe backtracking just a little bit uh, is 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 why we're a good, a good reason why we're in this? Okay, if you do not carefully You're in Deuteronomy twenty eight fifty eight, if you do not carefully observe all the words of this law that are written in this book, that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God, then the Lord will bring upon you and your descendants extraordinary plagues. Do we have that today? Mm-hmm. Great and prolonged plagues and serious and prolonged sickness. Moreover, he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt of which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you. And every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law, the Lord will bring upon you until you are destroyed 
you shall be left few in number, whereas you were as the stars of heaven in multitude, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. It's not a matter of the Lord saying, if you don't serve me, I'm going to make you sick. Mm-hmm, that's right. It's like, it's like, you know, it's like. Well, what he is saying is, you know, he's warning us. He's right. warning us that, that this is what happens and not because God is doing it. We have to put the God devil isn't in, on a big we, ego trip. Yeah. And when we and we have to put the devil in this equation, too. And God is warning you if you don't you know, be uh, if you, there's simple things God has asked us to do. And he's even simplified them more in the book of Acts, chapter 15, where he says these are the four things that you need to do. Um, refrain from eating things uh, offered to idols. In other words, don't worship idols. Uh, refrain from sexual immorality. Uh, don't eat things um, with the blood in them, you know, because there's, there's there's a punishment that goes with that. And and be kind and, and help the widows and orphans. Four things, basically, that we're to do. But the thing is, so God is not asking you to do something that's actually contrary to your first and divine nature. He's asking you to get in line with your first and divine nature and walk with him in the power and the authority and the anointing that he first gave us in the garden. Because if you don't do that, any place in time where we give agreement to the enemy or slip into his counsel or come under the counsel of fear, then the enemy has control over us and he can bring his demonic judgments upon us. And those judgments go like this. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a blow for a blow, blood for blood. And when someone is, um, you know, walking out from under the counsel of God, they're in their, they're, they think they're in their own control, doing their own thing. Um, they're actually walking under the counsel of the deceiver who's deceiving them into believing they're not deceived, deceive them into believing that they can do what they want to do and there are no consequences. But God is always telling us, there are consequences, just like any parent who is decent would do to their kid. You know what, child, if you, if you stick your finger in the light socket, there's consequences. You're going to get electrocuted. Is that a curse or is that a warning? God isn't saying, I'm going to curse you and electrocute you. I'm saying, don't do it because there's another force out there called electricity that's going to hurt you. Child, don't go running in the street. Child, learn how to balance your checkbook. Child, um, is this control? Child, don't stay out all night. Don't drink. Don't do drugs. Don't get hooked up with meth. Don't don't buy, marry someone who's uh, contrary to God. Is this control? Is that the parent controlling? Or is this just wise counsel? However, the problem is with every parent, your child has a free will. With, with God, the same problem. He has a perfect will which is, of course, the Garden of Eden and paradise and heaven and eternal life. Then he's got, he's given us a free will, which means we can do what we want, yes or no. We can disobey God. We can obey, we can do half and half. We can do whatever we want. You know, and Satan is there to pull you with that free will back into the, under the counsel of evil and perversions and sexual perversions and infidelities and da-da-da. Or, and then, then when we do that and then we realize we're in trouble, then God has to flip back into his permissive will. He permitted you to do that because he gave you a free will. And now he's got to work within your mess and his permissive will. And yet we blame God for the mess when God told us all along, don't do that. So the thing is, God then looks like the bad parent because his kid is turning out bad. No, that's not true. You and I need to come back to the truth. That's the only salvation is in Jesus Christ, who is the truth. Now, if you're mad, if you're angry, if you're feeling overwhelmed, panicky, and uh, uh, cloistered, and uh, claustrophobic, and all of these things, and I'm sure people are, I'm sure they are, then get outside, take a deep breath of God's fresh air, walk in His sunshine, and and you know do something, get out of your house a little bit, 
walk around and re- and praise God. Then go sit down in your house or in your favorite place and read the Bible. Get back your peace. Get back your relationship with God, which has been stolen through all this hammering of hell against you. Yeah, and there's a point where it's it's good to get some information from the media, but a lot of it you can't trust, okay? Right. Most of it you can't trust. And how do we know what and, we can't and, trust? And you don't have to just spend hours and hours um, on, your you know, on YouTube mm-hmm. trying to learn how, what the latest prep gadget is, stuff like that. I mean, there's there's practical stuff, mm-hmm. obviously, yes, but get with the Lord. Read your Bible mm-hmm. because this is what is showing. This is more up-to-date than the latest YouTube or the latest mm-hmm. news flash. Yeah, yeah. The latest news. And it's prophetic. Yeah, it's it's prophetic. It tells you what's going to happen. And and, and the, the time is coming where... Uh, the elements are even going to melt with fervent heat, and yeah, yeah. And there's going to so be a there's new, a little global new, warming coming. New, new heaven and new earth. Uh-huh. First, first Peter chapter three, or Second Peter chapter three, and so we are we're not here to uh, frighten, be afraid, or beat you we're up. We're not the spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. So we need to be at the place mm-hmm. where we're not just la, 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 but we need to speak the yes, truth. amen. And, and Jesus said, my sheep hear no, my, my voice. voice. Mm-hmm. So we, Lord, help us to yes. give diligence Thank you, Lord. as never oh, before. So Lord, it's not only our survival, but uh, the survival of others is the, uh, is really wrapped up in yes, a lot of in a lot of ways in what we do Praise at this you, time. Jesus. Lord, empower, uh, empower your people, yes, yeah. with the power of your Holy Spirit. Help us to be like the men of Issachar who mm. understood the times yes, and, and, and knew mm. what Israel ought to do, what we ought to do as yes. God's people. Amen. Help us, Father, in, in Jesus', Jesus name. name. Amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.